Welcome to the Radio 191 FM podcast. But right now on the line from Auckland, I'm joined by Damien Alexander from Blindspots. Uh, at the Marie. Ah, uh, kia ora, brother. How are you? I'm very good. And yourself? Yeah, good, man. Oh, good if I can be in a level, in a level three. Lock, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, it's a distant memory for us now. Um, oh, but yeah. Oh, how it must. Um, I just don't know how you're doing it at the moment, mate. But um, thank you anyway. Thank you for doing it. That's nah, it's, it's all good, man. Oh, it's got, you know, like we've got to do our bit, man. Mm, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, speaking about doing your bit, uh, Spot, new song, R.I.P. Rest in Pieces. First new music for 15 years, but that's kind of with an asterisk, I guess. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah you, with, with uh, Blacklist coming out in 2013, which went straight to number one, which is incredible. But now Sheldon's back, um, and you're back under Blind Spot, the, the name again, which is fan bloody tastic. Uh, and, and, you know, the, and the nation's appetite for you is as big as ever. Do, you know, does that love and adoration for the band surprise and humble you every time you kind of like, you, you know, because you, you're reformed again for gigs and, and yeah. whatnot, you know? So, how's it every time you get back together, you, how do you feel? Is it like, oh shit, will they still love us? It's, it's a weird one, eh? Because you do, you know, as time passes, you, you do question relevance in the market and kind of, you know, do people want to hear what we have to say anymore? Um, but we've been really blown away, man. Like, um, just just in the just in the response we've had from this, you know, like, there's not many bands in New Zealand that have been able to disappear and, and do lots of different variations of themselves, whatever, over, like, a span of 20 years and then come back and release music under their new name and kind of get the response that we've had, man. And it, it is, you're, it's, you're bang on, bro. It's really humbling, and we do really, really um, appreciate it. You know, it's something that we do not, definitely do not take for granted, you know. Yeah, totally. And one of the nice things must be, too, because, you know, you've got this massive audience that has kind of grown with you over the years uh, and waited for you to come back, but it also, you know, it's you, it's new people, new fans that are coming to yeah. the music, you know, and, and, and this new track um, and those people hearing it on radio stations like ours and other radio stations um, will bring you new fans to the old music too. Yeah, I, I, it's, re- it's weird because, like, I'm having that, like, real boomer moment, dad moment <laughs> where I'm like, Shit. you know, like, I remember when I was, you know, when I was in my teens and early 20s and stuff, and admittedly I was in blind spot then, but, <clears throat> like, we... Uh, it's like I guess it's kind of like the Black Sabbath effect or the Iron Maiden effect yeah, or yeah. you know like we've my daughter who who's um, at home now locked down with us um, who went to Otago was like I've got friends in my friend group that listen to your music and, and play your songs on the guitar and stuff and it's kind of I don't know man I guess if you write music honestly and, and you're genuine about what you're doing um, then maybe it, it rings true until you stop doing it you know yeah totally totally um, right and of course like you know I, and I hate bringing this up but you know there was a very public fallout um, yep. how did you manage to pull off this reunion this time around it was it was with um, kit gloves if that's the term on which it, it was with so what happened was is about oh, I think it must have been about five years ago four years ago I can't remember now but um, <clears throat> all the shit happened with the band and then in the lawsuit and stuff and, and Shelton was home for um, X Factor I think he was judged one of the judges on X Factor yeah and and the the weight of that whole process um, emotionally the weight of that process on me um, I couldn't kind of. Whether, whether we ever became friends or not, I, I couldn't kind of let um, that let that be sitting there in my life, that yeah. kind of negative energy and stuff. And 
So what I did is I reached out to him probably about five or six times, just messaged him saying, hey, bro, let's catch up. I totally understand if you want to fucking have a scrap or whatever, but let's catch up. And <laughs> I think at, at the time, the first few messages, I think he was still in London and he was working really hard and he was too busy and it wasn't really a thing. But when when the messages hit, when he got home, he kind of said, yeah, okay, let's catch up. Yeah. And so we um, we went out. And basically, they kind of had it out, you know. We, you know, it's, um, you know, we're adults now. There's no punches or anything, but we did sit down and drink a tremendous amount of beer. Um, <clears throat> and kind of, it was that awkward bit where we kind of were like, "Yeah, yeah, cool. You did this. You did that. Scrap, scrap, scrap." And then it started getting into reminiscing and like, "Fuck, wasn't it great?" Um, and then, yeah, and then it kind of grew into, "Hey, let's should we do a show? And should we do a tour?" And then, then the question came up about writing music, and everyone was like. It was a bumpy ride last time. We've got to make sure we go into it with open eyes. And we kind of all sat down and said really clearly what we wanted out of this out of the process. And it's worked, man. And, and we got to the room and then the song started flowing. And now we're like, you know, almost an album worth of material deep. And and it's like it was 20 years ago, right? It's like we never, it's like time hasn't passed, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, because, and we've got to remember, <laughs> you guys weren't just bandmates. You were best friends. Yeah, yeah, Max and Sheldon especially were mates since they were, I think they were like five, man. They yeah. started primary school together, you know, and yeah. and I came along quite a lot later than that. But yeah, we were tight, man. We'd been through a lot together, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and a lot of us can relate to that. Yeah. I, I think that's yeah. great. And I think, you know, seeing you guys get back together, I mean, who knows? It might spur other people to reach out. Yeah, well, I think it's, it's really important, Brian. I don't know if it's something that happens as you get older, but you realize that the negative energy of... of you know, toxic and poisonous relationships over your life actually stay with you, bro. They yeah. don't go anywhere. Yeah, totally. You know, so you've got to actually kind of, you know, I don't want to sound like a therapist, but, you know, like, you've got to, you've got to fix that shit. You don't want to die, like, knowing that you've, you know, you've got these these bad things out there, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <clears throat> right, uh, R.I.P., rest in peace, um, the new song. What's it saying? Because, I mean, uh, listening to it and, and listening to the lyrics, I mean, it could almost be about the band. There's kind of it's not necessarily about one necess- like one thing that's happened. It's about a series of events that has happened over the last, I guess, ten years that that have that I guess we needed to purge the band. And it's really funny, man, because I was like, it'll be interesting to see what comes out when we get back into the room. And that was literally the first song where it was just like bang, 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 bang. So yeah. we were like, that's got to be it. You know what I mean? It was it was kind of it is it is about purging a lot of that stuff um, yeah. from our relationships from other people around us that kind of took advantage of that situation as well. When it happened, we had a lot of people circling around, you know, wanting to get involved and, and get in, have a piece of it and stuff. And it was really, yeah, it was kind of a, it was a, it was a bit of a, t- a tough time, you know, and it's kind of, I guess the song is a, is a message on bearing all that stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the industry, eh? It's, it's tricky, gross. man. It's changed a lot, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. It has changed a lot. It's, um, it's, it's almost worse. Um <laughs> You know, because the money, because there's less money for the labels now, so they're just doing everything they can to to you know stay in business. So it's it's crazy. Yeah, I, well, the thing is, it's like a lot of business models, bro. There's there's been some big changes that are fundamentally fundamentally making these guys have to rethink how they their, their revenue. You know? Yeah, totally. Totally. We're, we're doing we're pretty much doing all this on our own. You know what I mean? Like we, you kind of don't, you know, and no disrespect to labels because they definitely have a purpose, but. We've got an established fan base who want to hear what we want to write. Um, we're not. 
we're not trying to go for world domination. You know, like we're not trying to be touring the world and headlining Glastonbury. We just want to make awesome music for the people that want to hear it. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you got New Zealand domination and no doubt Australia too. So it's all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So the you know yourself. And you know your audience for the most part. So when you went in to write the song, it was like, we know what what we have to do. We know what we need to sound like. Or, you know, or was there like, you know, was there any talk of like, let's try something new? Nah, nah, we, we kind of, we were just like, let's go in and write the song. And if we're all like fizzing on it, then that's, that's right. Because yeah. when we wrote the first record, that was our approach. There was no, there was no considered like, oh, we need to write a pop song at 3 minutes 30 to get on the edge and we need to do this. There was no strategy to it. Um, because I think as soon as you as soon as you introduce strategy in songwriting, you're destroying songs left, right and centre. So we did just decide to go with it. Um, but the thing is, is the funny thing is, is we all, we all have very different musical influences. Yeah. So there are some songs coming that are probably much like when Flex came out, you know, that are probably a bit like, whoa, I'm not sure about that, but I like it. You know, yeah. like it's kind of, it is, there's some stuff in there, because Marcus has got a lot of hip-hop influences and a lot of jazz and blues. Shelton is a massive hip-hop head, um, but also a metalhead at heart, you know, and, and I, my, my, you know, my musical tastes are everything from like, fucking, I don't know, Ben Harper to Teske Brothers to, you know, so, so yeah, it's quite varied, so, but I think that works. But there's no formula. Sorry to answer your question. There's no, there's no formula. It's just write what feels good, and hopefully the fans like it. You know. Yeah, yeah, and and well, they do, they do. I mean, they've been voting for it on the um, on the rock and anything yeah. else. So it's it's amazing. I mean, voting on things before they even come out. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's kind of us, though. It's kind of what's happened to us over the years. Like we never thought we'd have two number one albums, but they were number one. You know what I mean? Like it's just we're so lucky to have those people out there that are just like straight in there, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, and the, like the fact last year you became the first band ever to have like the same album number one twice. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. And, and I think you know, like that. We, we there was obviously a new format. You know, we, we the first time we'd done vinyl, and we weren't again, bro, not expecting that at all. We were like, oh, we'll do some vinyl. Some dudes might pick it up at a show and like it and put it on the wall at home or whatever. But but it just went bang, and then we sold out, and we we're like, oh shit, shit, and then number one, it's like. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And like to have it on vinyl too. Like, wow. Mm. You know, that, I mean, I know it's a big thing that's come back, but you and I are probably are of the age um, when vinyl was kind of still a thing. Yeah, yeah um, totally, man. You know, and I scratched up all my parents' vinyls and my dad's <laughs> still in the sun, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Totally. Totally. And now it's time for a whole new generation to do that very same thing. Ruin our it's vinyls. Kinda, it's, it's a, uh, the thing I like about it is the physicality and the process of doing something to listen to your music. Like, there's a real ritual to it, you know? Yeah, totally. It's totally. It's like the thing I missed when I gave up smoking was rolling the smokes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally right. yeah. Uh, yeah. right, a new track is one thing, um, but the live show is another. And, you know, yeah. that's what you love the most. And then so do we. Um, you know, and you have this tour planned in December, including a show at the Glenroy Auditorium on the 10th of December here. Fingers crossed, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. With current yeah, level yeah. But you must be chomping at the bit, especially to play the new stuff live. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like, that's the thing is that you don't really kind of... Like, we've obviously R.I.P.'s out now and stuff, but we've got a heap of other songs that we want to play live. Um, <clears throat> but being conscious as well that people don't just want to hear new stuff, you know? Like, oh, Totally. The, so the set's a really nice mix of kind of both records and, and some of this new stuff that we think people will really like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is it is the thing, bro. Like, 
you know, the, the stories of the, the tours and the things that happened, admittedly they're a little less rock, rock and roll now that we're a bit older, but, um, you know, like it is it is the best bit, bro. It's the bit where you actually get to feel the energy and connect with your fans and hang out and drink a beer and, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just to hear those songs being sung back to you again. Yeah, well, it's magic, man. Oh, so I, I just don't. I wish I could feel that feeling because you know, the way everybody describes it and talks about it. It's just well, like it's kind of the, it's kind of the opposite of what you feel when you hear your favourite song live. Like, yeah, that's what we kind of get back. You know, like it's like it's like we're listening to the energy coming back from the crowd. Like it's it's a pre- it's a pretty awesome feeling, man. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And you'll be having that feeling down here at the Glenroy, and you'll also be having it at Bay Dreams. It's another big one for uh, especially the student population down here in Otipoti that all flock to Tauranga yeah. or Nelson for Bay Dreams. So um, that's going to be massive. Yeah, bro, that's that's dude. It's a, I, I've, I've kind of I've been to a couple of them, and it's just I've always kind of gone, wow, this is a this is big man. Like there's a lot. I didn't realise how many people went, you know, but it's massive, man. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Um, well, and, and it's it's going to be amazing those shows. Um, so we can't wait for them. And uh, get your tickets online now um, for for all the shows. Um, and because they are in December, and a lot of students will be at home all around the country as well. So make sure um, you check out the shows that are in your spot. Uh, but if you're still in Otiputi, and to all the Dunedin audience here at Glenmore Auditorium on the tenth. Uh, of December Um, well we look forward to those shows and we also look forward to this four part four EP kind of combined Voltron album uh, that's coming out the first part uh, is coming out uh, next month Yes. Yep, yep. So uh, we look forward to that. But uh, uh, in the meantime, we've got this uh, first track, R.I.P. Rest in Pieces, to listen to. And we'll put it on now. You can find it on all good streaming platforms. Cheers, brother. Hey, thank you so much. A pleasure to talk to you this morning. Cheers, mate. You have a good day, bro. Yeah, you too, mate. Cheers. Right, here it is, the brand new Blind Spot track. Enjoy. You're on the one, 91 FM. FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.